Welcome to another Adventure Mechanics SideQuest. It's me, Chandler. For this month, I've committed myself to focus on one solitary thing for Cartographer: art. I've committed to this because I feel like it's needed at this point. I have in place most of the components needed to make most of the mechanics that I want in the game, and I've kind of hit a doldrum of sorts. I was inspired by a game jam that I entered mid-April, which was just doing a mock-up for an imaginary game. It was called the Mock-Up Game Jam. Original title, I know, but it really helped me personally practice making artwork for a game. So let's talk about practicing things you really aren't good at in game design. We should probably start by talking about how to make an honest inventory of your skill set. Meaning, you'll need to look at your previous work and evaluate yourself. Obviously, if you don't have any previous work to go off of, this isn't really going to apply, but you'll still need to do something like this. Some things are really going to be proud of, other things not so much. And don't just do it for your last game, you should do it for every game you've made too. The primary thing is to remember that you did the best you could on each and every one of those games. It, this is a faultless self-inventory, if you will. Game design is a skill, after all. The best way to learn is to evaluate what you've done and how you can improve it. A useful metric to judge yourself by is what the Ludum Dare rating categories use for the compo. They are overall, fun, innovation, theme, graphics, humor, and mood. You don't have to use these metrics, but I've found them extremely useful in judging my own works. I'll post some of my post-mortems for my Game Jam games into the show notes if, for those interested. If you find a metric that works better for you, great. Just be consistent with it when judging your previous works. Comparing by using one methodology to another, using entirely different methodologies between the two games, isn't going to help you. Nobody is a perfect developer, and by that I mean nobody can make an entire game by themselves and have it turn out exactly the way they want. That includes the savants that have made their dream game and released it as a solo developer. With the wide spectrum of disciplines that game design touches, that's to be expected. That doesn't mean we shouldn't practice all of our skills, though. There are certain blind spots that we will all have in game design and we should not only be aware of, but be willing to practice to get better at. For me personally, that's artwork and anything audio related. Sound effects and music both mystify me, despite my best efforts. The music that I make for games ends up looping horribly and sounding like a child playing with a xylophone. And although I have some experience making decent sound effects for games, most of the time the sound effects I make come across completely different than how I imagined them. Same with making art. I can do characters relatively okay, but with world design and generating textures for said world, it's beyond my average skill set. And don't get me started on concept art that I produce. I don't think I've made anything I've been happy with in that department. Programming, on the other hand, I'm pretty decent at. I've done coding on pretty much every project that I've worked on thus far. I feel like I've gotten a pretty good grasp on how to go about the design process and actually implement what I have in mind. Not relying on a game engine has forced me to become quite proficient at figuring out how to implement a given mechanic. It's also given me a low-level understanding of how to implement a graphics library and other fundamental things that a decent game engine will provide you free out of the box. I found that immensely useful, and it's worked for me. And I've also exposed myself to several game engines on top of working that close to the processor. Although limited to working with them on Game Jam games, I've worked in Unity, Godot, and GameMaker. Each has their own strengths and drawbacks, but they don't really scratch that programming itch for me for some reason. 
I just love working at that low level and coming up with elegant solutions. The parts that make a game engine run just fascinate me. That being said, only build a game engine if you want to learn how a game engine works. But that's a talk for another time. So let's say we've gotten all of our strengths and weaknesses figured out. There are a number of ways to improve them, ranging from focusing on an entire game jam on just one or a few of your weaknesses, to spending an hour a week on it as a focused study. Make sure that you aren't overwhelming yourself by adding an additional amount of work that you aren't prepared for. But also, make sure that you aren't giving yourself enough time to work on your weaknesses so that you aren't just saying you're working on them. The goal of practicing with them is to focus intentionally on your weakness and making it an asset instead. However you end up practicing, make sure that you are consistent about it. After a week or two, or whatever length of time you feel is appropriate, go back and look at your progress in that time period. If you feel you've made enough progress improving, you probably haven't, you can always choose another skill to focus in on. Continue doing this until you feel like you've become a well-rounded game developer. I say that as if it's an easy thing to do, I know. One way to encourage you to work on your weaknesses is to give yourself a little treat to work on after you've hit a milestone for your practice. One of the developers that I regularly chat with does exactly this. They will give themselves a month-long goal to focus in for their project, and then work on something art-related when they finish their goal. Can you tell what their strengths are? Applying this methodology to practicing a weakness is pretty straightforward. If you're weak in one field, make a goal for yourself in terms of practicing, such as making a certain number of character studies or something, and then do something that you're really enjoying, like a bug bash or adding a small feature that you want to put in as a reward for yourself. It's been a pretty effective method for me to do personally, but there are some things that you should remember when using this to work on a weakness. You have to make sure that you don't half-ass your efforts while you're trying to improve your skill. The popular phrase, practice makes perfect, is somewhat misleading. It's more like practice makes permanent, meaning anything that you've practiced will become the first and easiest way that you'll approach anything that involves that skill. If you practice your weakness in a sloppy or lazy way, it'll only come out as lazy and sloppy when you try and use it in the future make wise use of your practice time. So, in terms of me becoming a better developer, I'll be focusing in on artwork this month. Specifically, I'll be working on the mockups for the mini-games that I want to put into Cartographer. I've been threatening this for a while now, but I'm going to use the energy that I got from the game Mockup Jam and springboard back into Cartographer. And as another form of accountability, I'll be posting the results of this focus time in my personal blog for all to see. I'm not sure whether I'll be posting it on a weekly basis or in one big dump when I finish this month. Who knows? You'll have to see. I know this isn't exactly a large amount of accountability, but I feel like it'll be enough to get me to want to actually post what I make. And if you want to call me out on not actually posting anything, go ahead. I need that kick in the butt to actually finish Cartographer. And who knows? I may actually want to work on it even more after this. Only time will tell, however. That's about all that I wanted to talk about in terms of working on your weakness for game design. As always, if you want to leave a comment, ask a question, or anything else, reach out to me on various social media. My handle is at jcsuron on Twitter and Mastodon. Or you can leave a comment under this episode on our website, theadventuremechanics.com. This has been another Adventure Mechanics SideQuest, and I'm Chandler. I'll talk to you next time. The intro and outro music are excerpts from Plinian. Retro gaming version, royalty free. Music provided and produced by Lone Peak Music. Link in the description.